Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Read stories of Dusty Rhodes, the Von Eric, Scott Casey, Sergeant Slaughter, Roddy Piper, Mr. Fuji, Ron Bass, Bruiser Brody, Mike Davis, the Grappler, and many others. And I guarantee you one thing. Then it'll be the best dad gun read you've had in a long, long time. Get your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. This is the Big Whip Dog for the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast. And me and Vincent Berry are going to talk PWI 500 right here on the Russellville podcast. All right. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and bringing back one of my friends, the Whip Dog. Sir. Done. Let's get it, man, because we got something to talk about. Nah, I'm ready. So I wanted you to come back on. I wanted to talk to you. One of my favorite magazines is the the pro wrestling illustrated and i like what they do with the 500 uh i like i like this magazine because well i i get to see where you know where they they rank the wrestlers however the thing i like about it the most is it introduces me to a lot of wrestlers that i'm not going to see in other countries uh, the, you know, help me put my eyes on people in New Hampshire, uh, put my eyes on somebody in Michigan or, you know, South Dakota or whatever, right? Ireland, you name it. What What is it that you like about well, well, the rank? First things first, you know, I want to I shout out the homies over there at PWI, Cor- Candace Cordelia and Al Castle. They actually helped put the list together. But one thing I really like about PWI that I was number 420 back in 2011. So go back and check your little list. What was on the PWI one time? I was number 420. But, but no, seriously, it, but that's actually a true story. But seriously though, I've always grew up on a pro wrestling illustrated as well because WWE Magazine was, eh, but you know, WWE Magazine only talked about that promotion. Growing up, pro wrestling illustrated, like you said, 
you learned about pro wrestling from all over. They talked about, they had a top 10 list even back in the day, NWA, WCW, ECW. That was in the back of the magazine. They had an almanac. I used to buy the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Almanac. I don't know if we, do you remember that? They had an almanac and it came out every single year. And it was awesome, man. So I've always liked the Pro Wrestling Illustrated because I think it was the one magazine that really encompassed everything and everybody. Right, right. Now I'm going to have to say no on the almanac. Hey, that, that doesn't ring a bell, but I'm a little older than you too, so. So you should have known it did. Check your, get your research, man. Well, yeah, but maybe it was in a, you know, who knows? Maybe I was in college at the time, and you're reading good the point. and I'm reading biology, dude. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but one other thing about the PWI, I, I know, I just always liked it. And then when I became an independent wrestler, when they would do reviews of some of the indie shows. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, even if you didn't make the PWI 500, to see your name in that magazine, whether they had a picture or not, Bet the world. That was the first step in thinking that, yeah, I'm a pro wrestler. Yeah. In your name in that magazine. Yeah, that that's what I like too. You go in the back, they have like Mexico, England, Ohio, New Jersey, Canada, right? And they have like they they pick a show, whatever show that they pick, maybe that month, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Maine, Indiana. And then you get to see who's working in those states, right? Or in those places. And there's a lot of people that, you know, I'll, I'll come across some names that I'm familiar with, and then I'll come across some people that I don't. Then I get to do a little research on them. And to me, it's such a great reference tool, right? It's, I mean, I get to just, because I know there's a lot of wrestling in California, but I'm not exposed to it, right? Exactly. This magazine helps me find out who's out there, you know? And so... That that's one of the reasons why I like the magazine and I like the 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 five hundred list. Yeah. So let's start off with the top ten. The top ten is usually the top ten is pretty predictable, I would think, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. We have Seth Rollins at number one. We have Roman Reigns at number two. Any surprise there? I'm going to tell you, I wanted my tribal chief to be number one. I wanted my head of the table to be number one. I know everybody's complaint is that he doesn't wrestle that much, blah, blah, blah. And I get it. What I mean, whether he wrestles all the time or not, three years as the world champion. Come on, come on. How do you not put him as number one? I mean, the number one merch, well, not now, but he was the number one merch uh, seller. I mean, every event he had, the most tickets sold, I don't know. I would have went with Roman, but I know they didn't want to go with Roman this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I probably would have gone gone with him myself. See? You know, go ahead and throw your one up. Throw your one up. You know you want to do it. Yeah. Throw the one side, man. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, you know, you make a good point. He's He's been champion for, for three years. If you look at Roman Reigns, this is interesting. I, I don't know how, you know, you're, you're number one in 2019. You're number eight in 2020. You're 48 in 2021. You're 17 in 2022. Number one in 2023 is, I mean, it's realistic, but 
What happened in 2021? Yeah, 2022. I mean, was he hurt? I don't know. I don't know. But that, that's a that's a good question. You know, when you think about it, you look back all the way to on Roman Reigns, all the way back. You know, he's in 2014. Well, let's go 2013. 2013, he's 39. 2014, he's seven. 2015, he's number four. 2016, he's number one. Next year, number four. Number seven in 2018, 2019, 14 in 2020. You know, number two, 21, number one last year, number two this year. That is pretty consistent, if you ask me. You know what I mean? He's top 20 in the last nine years, almost 10 years. So how can you deny him that spot? I I, I don't know. I, I get why they went the Seth route, but again, I, I don't know. If I was in that room, I would not have voted for Seth. From my understanding, the Brain Trust has 15 writers in that room, and they do a point system. And like I said, they, they said it, from what I understand, it was a big argument, but they they went Seth route. And I don't know. I don't know. I just to be well, I'm gonna let you do the rest of the list because I'm gonna tell you who I would put over Seth actually, but I'm gonna let you do the rest of the list. All right. Well, I'll I'll run through the top ten rather rather quickly. I didn't want to uh, sit on it too long, but number three we got John Moxley, Gunther we got number four. I'm going to probably not do very well with his name, but El Hio del Vikingo. Vikingo. Vikingo, yes. Number five. MJF is number six. That's really not a surprise. Um, we have a Japanese wrestler of 19 years. You want to help me with his name? Well, it's Okada. Yeah, I, let's go to Okada. I... Yeah, I'll, I'll butcher his first name. We'll, we'll use his last name. I can pronounce that. Number seven. Orange Cassidy is number eight. I don't know about that. Josh Alexander is number nine, and Cody Rhodes is number ten. What What do you think about the top ten? To be honest, I would put MJF higher on the list. Okay, I think by MJF, what he did, what he became, what he went away, it came back. He's been the hottest act in AEW. Even if you take away the world title, he was on top. When they went to London in Wembley. The show runs through a through MJF to me, the AEW show. For him not to be top three, I think that's a travesty as well. Only because Vikingo over MJF. Now I understand Vikingo might be amazing in AAA. But I, I just don't think there's any way you could put him over uh MJF for what he's done in pro wrestling this year. You know, Gunther, I get it. You know, even Moxley. Man, I don't know why they have Moxley that high either. But you know who's missing for the top ten that I'm surprised about? Uh, let me see. Let me let me think. Let me let me give me give me a second. Who who that might be? Please think about it. Yes. Hmm. Tell me. Ryan Danielson. You're telling me Brian Danielson is not more important to wrestling this year than Orange Cassidy? Yeah. Orange Cassidy? I I don't know why he's in the top 10. I have no idea at all. I, uh, 
I don't know who voted for it now. Or again, or it's Cassidy. You know, the, the act is cute. I'll say that. It's entertaining, I guess, for children, but it's definitely not a top 10 act in the world of pro wrestling right now. Out of all the workers out there. Now, from my understanding, Cody was number 10 because he took so you know, he was out with injury at some point. Which I get that. But even then, with the stuff that Cody Rhodes did in that year, even if it was just a half a year, he's better than Orange Castle. Yeah, but wasn't Josh Alexander out on an injury too? I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I'm really surprised to see him number nine. No, for for that reason, not not for his ability in the ring, not 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 for his ability in the ring, but that I mean, I, I'd have to do a little more research, but he he was injured. Yes, he, he absolutely was. So how does that constitute him being over Cody Rhodes? I that yeah, and that's why I think. I love the PWI 500, but I also have to take it and look at it. And this is people's objective thought process. You know what I'm saying? Like this, eh, we can't make, we, we used to make it the Mecca of pro wrestling, the gold standard, the Bible almost of pro wrestling. I don't know if we can hold it to that level anymore unless its purpose is to start debate. Because that could be the purpose of it as well. So I, I don't know, because some that, but those are the two that really bothers me. MJF not being higher on the list fast, and Orange Cassidy being on the top 10. Those two, if there's any other ones, those two bother me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, Cody Rhodes, I think, definitely belongs in there. Okada belongs in there. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I'm familiar with him. I, I don't see a lot of his work because I don't, I don't some AAA. Right, MJF, I could, I could see being in there. Moxley too, Gunther too. Even, even the first, you know, the first two guys. But I don't know. Hey, for whatever reason, I just kind of feel like there's a little misplacement in that top ten. I, I'm looking at this list right here, and it says last year, Orts Cassidy was 114th. So you're telling me this man made a 106 jump? That is crazy. I'm sorry, man. It, it, it just bothers me, man. I, and I, again, I like Orange. I think the I think the little act is nice, and I like when he turns it on. But there's no way he went from 114 to number uh, what was that eight? Come on, just yeah. Uh, so moving away from the 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 top ten, what were any, you know, going past the top ten? Any any surprises? That not matter. I'm looking at this list here. We got Carmelo Hayes from NXT at number 13. Uh, and we were talking off the record about uh, Masha Slavovich. Glad to see her at number 15. You know, a lot, a lot of times Impact wrestlers don't really get the the look like they should in these type of charts. But also, women wrestlers don't tend to get a lot of looks either because they use they have their own PWI top what is it, 200 or whatever they have. So I'm glad to see her on there because we were talking about before we recorded how amazing she is. Well, I had an opportunity to see her a couple years ago in a match that she wasn't, I believe she stepped in for somebody because somebody was hurt. So I didn't, you know, she might have been on the card, but I don't know if she was going to be in the match at 
I saw her in originally, and she wrestled uh, La Rosa Negra. I believe it was for the Mission Pro title. And not knowing anything about her. I mean, I was familiar with her name. I, you know, but just wasn't real familiar. They tore the house down, dude. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. My my wife is not a wrestling fan at all, but she was with me. I was selling books there that, that night, and she was just, you know, my wife was in awe, was like, wow, these women are kicking ass. And I was like, they're kicking ass. I mean, I just couldn't, the uh, physicality, the energy, the, uh, I don't know, they... I would I would have bought anything they sold that night. You know what I mean? I, it was it was so good, dude. I mean, they had everyone was off their seat, and man, that was thank God that was the main event because it wore everybody out. You know, man, salute to Masha. Yeah, now, what what about this one, man? This is kind of surprising to me. Will Osprey. Number 17. Uh, I'm going to tell you, maybe because he's not an American wrestler, and we see him all the time, but what do you think about him? I saw Will Osprey. I was down to Impact Wrestling in Chicago for Bound for Glory. When I tell you in person, it is when you just talked about Boston Slavovich, Will Osprey is one of the most amazing sights to see in person. He is almost like a video game character come to life. I mean, some of the things that man was able to do, I don't even know. I didn't think a body could do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised he's where he's at on the list. I probably would have actually, if he didn't crack the top 10, I probably would have had him like number 11 or 12 right outside of it. I I don't know. I don't really have an opinion either way. I, you know, I believe he's a, he's a great athlete. Um, I'm curious, and I don't know this for sure, the reason why his name, the name in my head is, I'm going to, I'm going to say Ricochet and I'm going to say Ricochet because they have, they've had some matches together. And also too, uh, when you were saying it's, he's like a video game. It's hard to believe some of the things that he can do. That's how I feel when I watch Ricochet. I mean, you know, you can watch Ricochet in a match and, all of a sudden, I'm just talking to myself saying, wow, this guy is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and it made me kind of, that's that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about Will Offstreet. Not really familiar with a lot of his work. I have seen the match with him and Ricochet, but I've seen more Ricochet. Where's Ricochet in this list? That is a good question. I don't even, I'm looking through this thing. I don't see him. And he, like, he's not even in the top 50. Now, there is one dot that people have against Ricochet. It's that they don't believe he connects in the sports entertainment sectors with the fans like he should. Yes, he can work his butt off, but they just don't think he can really... His his character isn't there. And I don't know what he's missing. I listen to Busted Open Radio a lot of times with uh, Bully Ray and De La Greca, and Bully always says that. He just says he just... He loves his work. He just doesn't like the character. He doesn't think the character is a sports entertainment character. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why 
ricochets because I'm looking like I said I'm looking at this list. Wow, I don't see it. He was one. So to tell me, see that's that's my problem with this. After a certain number, I think they just put names down because there's no way you're telling me there's 148 wrestlers better than Ricochet. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Well, oh. even if he's not the best character, 148 wrestlers better than Ricochet in the world. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, I, absolutely. And then you you look about you look at who who's ahead of him, and you know, no knock off anybody else, but. I mean, Speedball, if, Mike Bailey, come on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Mike Bailey's pretty good, dude. He is. He is. He had, a, he had an amazing match with Santana Jackson, and he did wrestle Will Ospreay at Ball for Glory, but still, I don't know if I'll put him over Ricochet. They put uh, Blake Christian over Ricochet. Who? Blake Christian. <laughs> okay. 67. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I get what they're trying to do, you know, give everybody a shot, but uh, yeah, there's no way Ricochet's that low on the list. So I had the opportunity. I reached out to a couple people. I reached out to. I already interviewed Stan Styles. He's in. He's on four ninety five. I interviewed him, Stan Styles. He's on the Russellville podcast. Okay. Very interesting guy. Great guy. He's he's an intergender wrestler. He does a he has a, prom- a promotion, an intergender promotion, and uh, he's it's a lot of fun. He's comedic. He's he's okay. a comedic wrestler, and he's really good. You need to go check out his interview. It's at the Russellville podcast. I interviewed him. He was last month, and he was a lot of fun. And then I interviewed uh, Katie Trey who I believe, I'm trying to think of where he is on the list. Katie Trey, he's from Australia, and okay. I uh, found him through this magazine. I went through, there he is, 483. I went and looked up uh, some of his matches. His work is incredible, dude. I'm going to have to check him out, man. I'm definitely going to check him out. But his podcast is coming to Russellville very, very soon. And, man, great guy, but fantastic fantastic worker man and you know it's it's nice again i'm not going to be able to get eyes on these guys in australia nobody tells me about them right and right i've watched a few of his matches and man i was just really impressed by his work lord crew is 482 he's on the podcast as well he's from the northern wrestling federation out in cincinnati are you familiar with that yes yes i'm familiar I'm actually glad that you're giving these guys a, a spotlight as well. Because like you said, a lot of people, they don't. You know, they look at the list like that. They want the top 100 people. They just want to interview WWE guys, and that's it. Or, WC, or you know, uh, TNA guys, Impact guys, or AEW. I'm glad you're giving these guys the opportunity, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, everybody's got a story, right? I'm trying to get love, Doug. Love, Doug. He's number uh, 488. And you got a picture in there too. Okay, yeah, you got a okay. picture in there too. He's like a cupid. Now that that is like everything. If you get your picture in the PWI 500, like you're that guy. Oh. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get him. I need Love Doug on my podcast. 
You know, a funny story about the PWI 500. I want to say in 2015, could have been 16, they forgot a number one year. They oh, accidentally, yeah, they accidentally skipped for like 491. Oh, wow. Oh, there was a guy doing a gimmick saying that he was number 490. That he just got, and he got so many bookings from that. Then another guy did a gimmick where he was PWI Mr. 501. And so, yeah. And it's funny how, uh, like I said, I talked to Al Castle, those guys. This thing right here, this list can get you booked all over the country if you learn how to work it correctly. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? It has a lot, that type of value that the people don't even realize, man. Yes. Yeah. And, and I've talked to a lot of people. Uh, last year, I talked to uh, Isaiah Broner and uh, Jocelyn Navarro, and they both said that, yes, your their bookings definitely, you know, increased, right? And so it it does help. You're right. You have to you have to definitely use it to your advantage, right? If you're not if you're not uh you know, you know, if you're not accustomed to looking at this magazine, you've got to be, you know, there's some people that might not look at this magazine, but to me, I think it does carry some weight like Okay, well, someone, someone recognized you. You know, there's, there are eyes, and that's that's how I get a lot of my interviews. Is I I like to reach out to a lot of the people that I come across in this magazine, um, and and I like the independent guys. I, you know, uh, they've got a story too. Plus, they're you know, it's a little easier to get them as it is to get a top ten like Seth Rollins. I'm never gonna get. Seth Rollins on my podcast, man. I mean, I'm just being realistic. That, yeah, you're being, yeah, I mean, that's honesty. That's real honesty, man. You know, but I will say to the guys out there, when you got a platform like this, like WrestleVille Podcast or anything else, use it. So any wrestlers out here watching this, promote yourself. When you're in this, when you're in this list, if you go viral, use that and, and keep the momentum going. Don't just stop. You got to always promote yourself, man. That's the only way you're going to get to that next level and get people to notice you, bro. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, well we're coming down to coming down to the wire. What do you think? Who is there anything else about the the list or anybody in here that kind of surprised you? You know, Sammy Callahan's at two sixteen. Is that about right? Absolutely not. That's not what the year that he had. I'm looking here. AJ Styles was number 99, but Frankie Kazarian is number 91. Again, no disrespect to Frankie Kazarian, but I don't care if AJ Styles was hurt 364 out of 365 days. You're no way in the world is he number 99 in the world. Right. You know, you know what we're going to do? I'm saying it right here in front of all your listeners. Next year, we're going to do our combined Web Show podcast and Russellville podcast. We're doing our top 25 list. Top 25? We're just going to do 25. We're going to do that next year. So put that on your calendar for next year, 2024. We're We're going to combine our entities and do our own top 25. How about that, man? Yeah. Yeah, we we, we yeah. could do that. I definitely think that yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
I, I don't doubt, and there's no disrespect to the PWI. I love them over there, but they don't. Somebody's. Uh. Yeah, but then, but then you know, look at look at it too. We can come up with a list, and it ain't. It's gonna be our perspective. You know, it's, that is true. That is you true. know, people are gonna look at it. What are these guys talking about? You know, and we're like, but dude, did you see him? You know, did you see him at the Spaghetti Bowl Forty Two? I mean, it was awesome, man. Well, before we finish up, I do want to say this, Russell, to you. Um, I want you to check him out if you get a chance. Are you familiar with Sam Adonis? I am. I don't know to this day. Well, I kind of do. So I met Sam many years ago when he kind of first started wrestling. He did not want, you know, you know who he's related to, correct? Yes, I do. He didn't want to ride that coattail, as you probably know. He he did a show with us in Michigan many years ago when he first started. And I was like, man, this is a big boy. This boy going to be it. I like that he's doing the overseas thing, but I think it's time for him to come home. Sam, come home, bro. Sam was amazing, man. And I'm I'm a big fan of Sam Adonis for years. Always have been. Yeah, yeah. And and you did kind of cut out a little bit when you said who he was related to. For the listeners, you want to share that again? Oh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't actually say the name, but I didn't know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sam Adonis is Corey Graves' brother. That's right. So, I mean, it is shoot, straight up, no wrestling gimmick. That is his brother. But he never really wanted to use the Graves name. He didn't want to kind of come in. He wanted to do his own thing. Uh, when I bet Sam, at one point, he was wrestling under a bass. So there was no similarities. But, yeah, he's – I just think he's amazing. I think he has the look, the size, the being mm-hmm. great over here. I don't know if it's a personal thing, but, yeah, I always thought he should definitely be over here. So, Sam, I don't know how many more, many more years you got left, but do some more over here. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, too. I mean, some of these guys, you know, I've talked to international wrestlers, and some of these international wrestlers – you know, they do pretty good over there yeah. to, you know, they don't have to wrestle as much and, and pays just better in some of those places, you know? So, I mean, it could be an economic thing, but you know, I mean, he is something else. I got to see him r- wrestle Jeff Cobb in Dallas and they were the main event. And that was, that was fun, dude. I knew as I was watching the match, I knew that, I mean, I was just, it was, one of those moments where it was like, man, I got to remember this for a long time. That's that's how it's supposed to be, bro. That's how it's supposed to be. There you go. There yep, you yep. go. And that's why we love pro wrestling. All day long, man. All day long. All right, man. Anything else? Anything else? I, I think that is good. We left with enough to think about and argue about just like we do. That's perfect. You know, I think... Uh, EC3, he's at, uh, what is it they got him at? 209, they got Nick Aldis at 57. What do you think? Nick Aldis had a good run in the NWA. Um, the last couple of months, obviously, were a little bit of tumultuous. But EC3, two, well, you said two what? What was EC3? 209. 209. I, could, I would bump him up a little bit, you know. I mean, the, the control your narrative thing obviously didn't pan out like he thought it would have. But I think for nothing more than name recognition, I would probably have up a little higher than that. Not much, but probably the, at least in the top 200. All right. Well, I don't have anything else to add. I want to thank you again for coming on. Oh, and uh, you, man. Yeah, it's been, been fun, man. It's, it's 
you know what? And uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, have to be in touch and, and and we'll have to do this again next year. Sounds good to me, dog. I'm always ready. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Read stories of Dusty Rhodes, the Von Erichs, Scott Casey, Sergeant Slaughter, Roddy Piper, Mr. Fuji, Ron Bass, Bruiser Brody, Mike Davis, the Grappler, and many others. And I guarantee you one thing. Then it'll be the best dad gun read you've had in a long, long time. Get your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. <laughs>